Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you, through the power of electricity, some of which may be a little bit dodgy, I warn you, a very special performance of a terrifying adventure of epic proportions, by which we mean it purports to be epic. Tonight sees the return of Mr. Al Ronald and Cy Henty, collectively ignored as the electric head. And after careful consideration, we are sorry to announce that they have chosen your town of Watford to forever commit this play to a throwaway digital medium. They did consider other interrogative towns, such as Hooford, Wenford, Wareford, and Wyford, but it transpired that the town of Wyford to be an infinitely more depressing place than Watford, if you can believe it. And now, we present... The Haunting of Brambling Man or Mouse! Oh, I do beg your pardon. The Haunting of Brambling Man or House! We join Frank Snazzle, an out-of-work painter and decorator, as he sits on the top floor of his bungalow, staring out the window <laughs> at a huge gibbous moon. As I sat there nursing a custard slice, thinking my usual thoughts, such as, if the moon were made of cheese, how many calories would it be? And then suddenly... A small carrier goblin fluttered down onto my windowsill, and it seemed he had a package for me. Coo, coo. Special delivery from Mr. Snazzle. Coo, coo. Please stand here. Coo. All right. Coo. Oh, coo. That's hit the spot. Coo, coo. Uh, uh. Brr, brr. Here's your package. Ooh, uh, just open it. Uh, it just, uh, it's a big one. Uh, uh, yep, just get the tape off. Uh, ah, mm, yes. Excellent. Marvellous. <laughs> it's my new custard slicer deluxe. The custard slicer that really cuts the mustard. Perfect. I need never find a pre-filled slice again. But alas, I have no money left for custard. If only there was some way. Ooh, coo, coo. I, I almost forgot. There's this life-changing letter here. Coo, coo. The goblin handed me a sealed envelope, lit a cigarette, and then flapped off into the night. I, I, noticed, I noticed that the mysterious letter was sealed with the initials LB, formed with earwax. I knew then that it must be from a lord. I opened it frantically. Let's just get the... It's a long letter. Uh, right. No. <laughs> Just open this huge envelope. And there we go. And it's open. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Strangely, it was from a man called Lord Bartholomew Hognose Brambling. Now, I didn't know anyone who went by the name Brambling, and to further compound the mystery, the name and address on the letter were not my own. Strangest of all, throughout the letter, Lord Brambling referred to me as Cecilia. It was clear from his writing that the Lord had a stammer. My name is Lord Bartholomew Hognosed Brambling, and I am offering the princely sum of one million pounds to anybody who will spend the night in my haunted stately home. Brambling Manor. If you accept, please arrive by midnight tonight. One million pounds. With that money, I could slice all the custard I wanted. 
I decided to accept the old lord's offer and catch the next train to Brambling. But I had no money. How was I going to afford a ticket? And then it hit me. It seemed to me that the contents of this letter were a valuable plot point, and it was losing its value by the second. So I left it to the narrator to put it up for auction while I headed for the train station. We have here one very valuable plot point. So valuable, in fact, that part two will be entirely ruined were it not for its inclusion. Do I see five pounds? Five pounds for a plot point? Five pounds for somebody starting me five... Five, 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 five here. Oh, oh, five here are five. Sold to the good-looking couple by the piano. <laughs> I sat down on the train. Luckily, the band had no idea that that particular plot point was a forgery, and so the story could continue. Or so I thought. Ladies and gentlemen, we regret to announce that this Virgin Pendolino service to the next scene will be slightly delayed as we have been boarded by pirates. That was the pirate captain, and he assured us that, despite the fact he will be killing you all in cold blood, we will still be operating a full buffet service. Thank you. The train journey seemed to take forever. I always wondered why they couldn't just make the trains the same length as the journey. Then you would arrive instantly. <laughs> Eventually, we arrived in Brambling, and after shaking hoots and bartering for my life with my pirate captors, I was released. I have seen things done with a peg leg that no one should ever have to see. I decided to take a stylophone to Brambling Manor. I appear to still be on a train as well. <laughs> as, I l <laughs> as I looked out of the window of the stylophone, I saw luscious countryside, sheep and lambs gambling in the fields. <laughs> Two fat ladies, 88. Two little ducks, 22. <laughs> what a terrible joke. Finally, I was there, Brambling Manor. As I stepped up to the huge, imposing front doors of that giant old house, I realized that I was not alone. Mr. Snazzle, I presume? Yes, but you're not Lord Hognose. I am Father Bartonbloom. Lord Brambling requested that I meet you to offer you some assistance. And you are late. We were due to meet at midnight. I'm terribly sorry. Have you been waiting long? No, I only just arrived. Oh, oh good. Well, I don't feel quite so bad then. I don't like to wait. I came here on purpose at a time I presumed you would be here. For you see, I am a medium. You look quite skinny to me. A psychic medium, Mr. Snazzle. I can commune with the dead, read minds. I have spirits on tap. <laughs> well, that should make this play go quicker. <laughs> More recently, I've experimented with remote viewing. You've not been parked up outside the convent school with your binoculars again, have you, Father? I am also an exorcist. As a matter of fact, just yesterday, I exorcised one of the sisters at the nunnery. They do need regular exercise. My rectory is an ancient site where powerful earth energies cluster. Your personal hygiene is of no interest to me. If I'm honest, I've always looked at religion as organized madness. Is that not better than disorganized madness? Well, at least if it's disorganized, the lunatics aren't running the asylum. So... What do you make of this old place, then? Pretty spooky. Indeed. Listen to the wind through the trees. It's haunting. Can't you hear it? As though calling your name. Bacon, bacon, biscuit, cake. 
It sounds to me as though they're saying maple pecan biscuit cake. 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 Of course. Maple pecan biscuit cake. Maple pecan biscuit cake. In 1665, this house was once the home of a notorious bounty hunter known as the Cartoon Finder General. And can you guess what the favorite snack of this fiendish devil was? You don't mean... Indeed. No, 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 no more. Tell me about this Cartoon Finder General. Don't you find there was so much more history nowadays than there used to be? Back in 1644, Brambling Manor was indeed the home of the great cartoon finder general. And through the power of radio, you, the audience, will be playing the part of the villagers of Brambling, assuming you're still here. So, keep those eyes peeled for cues, and who knows? Maybe you will all be nominated for a BAFTA by the end of the scene. Of course, don't expect to win. We all know that honour will go to Fred and Al. God, they're good. <laughs> anyway, curtain up and begin. We find the cartoon finder general standing out on the balcony of Brambling Manor, doing some erotic stretches for the impressed villagers. <laughs> ah, what a glorious day. I wish for nothing more than to rest my glorious thighs upon God's green, green grass. Sire, sire, I bring news. Nudes? Men or women? No, sire, news. Well then, speak to me of this news. Hastily does it, no news waits, for new news must out. Oh, uh, I beg your pardon, sire. Don't, don't worry, I'm just, I'm working on a few new sayings for the history books. You never know what's going to catch on. Now speak, or forever do not speaketh, whilst thy tongue be stilled by the badger of love. <laughs> now, get on with the news. This sketch is diverging from the main plot. It'll begin to seem shoehorned soon. It's only part one, and not one joke be jowling the monkey's giggle of furlocks, um, per... perplectitude. Per what? Perplectitude. Surely any fool knows of this measure of a gillet's purse. What? Just get on with it. Yes, sire. I bring news of a cartoon. At last. There is talk of such a woman in yonder hamlet. Tell me more. Well, sorry, I lost my face. Well, they say she has the way about her. What be her name? Her name is the Widow Disney. And the charges? Half a crown, sire. But if you could throw in an extra shilling or two, I'd be gratefully obliged. For the wife's got the runs again, and I need to get some oil of earthworm from the apothecary. The charges against the widow, you gat-toothed ratbag. Oh, let's see. Well, they say she has an unnatural immunity to physical pain. A dead giveaway. And? Yes. And? Yes. Yes. Oh, and? Sorry. Yes. And? When surprised, her, her eyes pop out of her head on metal springs, accompanied by a noise likened to that of the honking of a goose. But, sire, they say 
Where there be no goose close by at all, sire. The honking of a goose. Where there be no goose. No goose at all, sire. And yet, the honking of a goose. The honking. But no goose. No, no goose at all. Nor the sign of any goose close by. And yet a honking. A gooseless honk, sire, a gooseless honk. Hmm. You're sure there's no goose? No. No visible goose. Because ordinarily, when the honking of a goose is heard, a goose is likely to be watching. None. You've checked? Yes, it's a gooseless area, sir. Very well, I will see this woman with my own two eyes before me if I see but a precious day more upon the season's glow of the Jewish on a juniper pond of fragile dawns. Uh, oh, the per practitude, sire? Precisely. Fetch me this gooseless honker and you will be handsomely rewarded. I think I'm probably handsome enough as it is, sire. I'd prefer just a half crown if that's agreeable. A half crown then be it upon thy furthest mopping of stick joys from prostitute. Bring forth the Widow Disney. Bring the Widow Disney. The Widow Disney. Bring the Widow Disney. Bring the Widow Disney. Hello? Are you, are you not the Widow Disney? Uh, no. Oh, for fuck. Bring forth the Widow Disney. <laughs> the Widow Disney. The Widow Disney. Bring the Widow. Widow Disney? Yes? Widow. You have been brought before these proceedings with the foolish acroprogenidisal for crumpitude. You wrote this bit, didn't you? Acroprogenidisal for crumpitude of frackiousness to purvey us to your undeciding witter-wackies of prompt-cumsidiousness. I be a simple woman, sire. I do not understand the language of the law. <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> Enough! I declare that in this vercane and strumpiding day, my very grunts have engraved your dearest smock of... Smock of, um... Perplectitude? Yes, the very culprit. Uh, read her the charges. The widow Disney is hereby charged with reinflating herself when the roof was caved in on her head. And painting holes on walls, which, when you stick your hand on them, they become actual holes. <laughs> Painting pictures of tunnels on solid brick walls, which then, against all that is holy, become actual tunnels. And, and, and her eyeballs pop several feet away from her head when she sees a tasty looker. I see. And then there's the matter of the honking. Indeed. Widow, how do you bleed? Like this, sire. Oh, please, please don't subject me to no torture. I am but a poor no. and humble widow. No. I'll do anything. No, the charge anything. the charges against you. How do you plead? Oh, well, if you really must know, I'm not a cartoon. I'm a witch. I'm I'm sorry, a what? Look at these. All witches have at least three teats or more. <laughs> it's true, my wife has one at each knee. <laughs> <laughs> So what exactly does this witching entail? Oh, it's all just a bit of harmless fun, really. We reap a few herbs with a brown sickle, or howl unintelligibly like dogs, and sometimes we might tear a black lamb to pieces to summon the dead and dance around it all naked and bouncy. Um, can, can anyone join in? We'd love to have you. Very well. Um, messenger, remove my clothes. They've been off the whole time, sire. <laughs> Splendid! I find this woman 
innocence. Yay! Once in every lifetime comes a love like this. The love between a man and his biscuits. Doctor says my brains are full of biscuit goo. But biscuits I can't give you up cause I love you. I like biscuits with me tea Oh, Dunkin' Biscuits pleases me But biscuits are bad for me so My brains are full of cookie dough Ooh, I like my party rings No, artificial flavourings Biscuits, oh biscuits, oh fuck yeah Biscuits, oh biscuits, all are in my head Biscuits, oh biscuits, oh fuck yeah Biscuits, oh biscuits, oh yeah Garibaldi lemon puff Pink wafer can't get enough Viscount bourbon party ring Oh, Fox's classics make me sing Digestive and crinkle crunch Chocolate chip all for my lunch Kit Kat, Tim Tam, Brandy Snap Jaffa cake can't have that. In 1992, McVitie's were taken to court for a VAT crime they did not commit. They probably produced a giant jumper cake to prove, like cakes, they had a plan base. And unlike biscuits, they went hard when stale. They probably escaped prosecution and survived a pseudo-biscuit of fortune. If you want a tiny cake biscuit, and you can find one, you want a Jaffa cake. Biscuits, oh biscuits, oh fuck yeah! Biscuits, oh biscuits, all are in my head! Biscuits, oh biscuits, oh fuck yeah! Biscuits, oh biscuits, oh yeah! Oh, what a state I'm in! Oh, oh, empty biscuit tin! Well, we can't stand around flapping our gums all night. It's time for... Oh, wrong sound. <laughs> <laughs> the Haunting of Brambling Manor, part the two. <laughs> we rejoin Frank Snuzzle and Father Barton Bloom as they wander inside the dark gothic halls of Brambling Manor. Yes, you'd forgotten about them due to that long cartoon find bit, hadn't you? <laughs> so, uh, what do you make of it, Father? There are dark forces at work within this house. We are on the threshold of a doorway to the other side. Which side do you mean? Well, which you want? Uh, neither, I suppose. Ah, but which do you support? Well, who's in the lead? Their side at the moment, but it could go into extra time. Hmm, what if it goes to penalties? Hmm, then it could go either way. Now, come on, let's take the lift and investigate the upper levels. First floor. Fifth floor. Twelfth floor. Second floor. <coughs> I think this lift is out of order. Are you all right? Yes, I, I just caught sight of myself in that mirror. Wait, no. That's not me. Must be the previous owner. 
Right. It must be a used mirror. Look. Look. I think it's about time that we address the elephant in the room. I agree. Who should I address it to? Uh, some, somebody who wants an elephant. Wait, wait, no. That's no elephant. It's an elephantum. Look, look, it's disappearing. <laughs> and just like that, it's gone. So it's true. Brambling Manor is haunted. Did you, um, notice the artwork which adorns the walls, Mr. Snazzle? How could I not? It's horrible. Harrowing. Painting after painting, each one more horrific than the next. This artist must have been a sick, twisted individual. Do you happen to know who it was? Ellis Lowry. <laughs> this one is called The Empty House. Terrible. And this one, The Funeral. Good grief. And this one, though, this one looks better. A crowd celebrating. Pit tragedy. <laughs> ah, and, uh, and these? Tram disaster. Bad news. The child's grave. This Lowry character, was he a cheerful fellow? I do like this last one, though. Yes, he called it something wrong. Part of a triptych alongside an accident and the cripples. Really makes you think, doesn't it, about life and death? I suppose so. I've always known I would die one day. Since I was a little boy, my father sat me down and he told me straight. And what did he say? He said, son... Human beings are mortal. Ah, the death sentence. <laughs> so, are you an art lover? Uh, more of a music fan myself, actually. Oh, oh, yes. What do you like? Oh, well, Eminem, Vanilla Ice. Ah, confectionery wrappers. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, just a spider, I think. Look, there he goes. Spiders, spiders, I hate spiders. Why, is it the legs? No, do you know, at first I thought it might be, so I pulled the legs off of one, and I just left it sitting there. I stared at it for hours, but it still made me uneasy. <laughs> what was that? That's your leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? I think I just lost my marbles. What was that? And my bearings. Oh. <laughs> I, see. I see. It got a laugh. Okay. Oh, God, this house, this house, it's enough to drive a man insane. Insane, I tell you. There's a fine line between insanity and madness. You're right. You're right. All I have to do is just survive one night. Here, eat this banana. You'll feel better. Hang, hang on. If I remember rightly, and I do... Bananas contain trace amounts of dimethyltryptamine, a psychoactive neurotransmitter which stimulates the pineal gland. And could your pineal gland do with some stimulating? Well, maybe, but don't you see? If I eat enough, maybe I'll be able to see and communicate with the ghosts, just like you. Oh, you'd need a lot of bananas for that. A colleague of mine experimented with it once. He spent five years eating nothing but bananas. And what was the result? Potassium poisoning. <laughs> Still, he died doing what he loved. What was that? Living. <laughs> oh, well. Still settles the stomach. No, no, wait, look. There, do you see them? Coming up the hallway. No, floating up the hallway. Oh, my God. Three of them. 
Women coming this way. We must flee, flee. Those apparitions have a deadly case of... Chronic innuendo. My God, they'll bring down the tone of the whole play. Run, run, oh. run. Ooh, your hair looks fab. Ooh, I got touched up at the salon. Ooh, oh, lucky you. I have to plump with a short back and sides and a quick blow dry. How was your date with Chip last night? Ooh, he took me up the thatchers. Thatcher's arm. No, I much oh. prefer a knight in the builder's arm. Well, the food's better there, isn't it? Ooh, two rise. <laughs> Last time the lads took me up the thatchers, all I got was a mouthful of greasy nuts Ooh, and a nibble on a couple of watsits. It's just not substantial enough to fill a hole. That was, that was just horrible. <laughs> horrible. Father Bartonbloom, Father Bartonbloom. Oh God, where's he gone? Father Bartonbloom, please come out. Don't leave me standing here like a mushroom alone in the dark. <sighs> Can't see a thing. I wonder where I am. I'll, I'll just turn my torch on. <laughs> so it see, seems to be a small room, wooden doors and the walls. Oh my God, the walls, they're, they're covered in blood. I must have run into the bloodshed. <laughs> I barely had time to recover from such a terrible joke when there was a knock at the door. Hello? Hello? Who's there? It's you that's knocking. <laughs> ah, the old ones are the best. <laughs> I'll come out then. Father Bartonbloom, I'm so pleased to see you. I was calling out for you, but you probably couldn't hear me due to the duct tape. My God, you mean you were attacked? We are not alone in this oh, house? No, 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 no. I mean this tape. I switched it on and it was playing very loudly. <laughs> I can't do it, Father. I can't do it. I just can't possibly last an entire night in this house. Morning is broken. <laughs> what? I did it. I did it. I made it till morning. That million pounds is mine. Oh, Father Bartonbloom, I could kiss you. Really? Well... Why don't you? <laughs> oh, uh, well, well, to be honest, Father, you, uh, well, you know, you, you do smell a bit. I take a holistic approach to hygiene. I let my pheromones flow freely. Well, that's easy for you to say, but... Uh, um, not really. Pheromone, pheromone flow free. Fre no, I see what you mean. <laughs> Try this one. Bash those bongos, bing bong. Bash those big blue bongos, bing bong. No time. <laughs> that, that'll be him now. Who? Lord Brambling. No doubt he's here to hand over the million pound prize for spending the night. Hooray! <laughs> Lord Brambling, it's me, Cecilia. <laughs> you are Lord Brambling, aren't you? You, indeed it is. You're much prettier than I remember. Oh. <laughs> Why, thank you. Well, 
Did you do it? I most certainly did. Well, why is it still on the floor, then? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't follow. Well, I asked you to do one thing. To spend the night in my haunted manor house. Yes. So, why is it still on the floor? I wanted him up on the ceiling. This suit of armor? Yes! I wanted it suspended from the ceiling. For a million pounds, you wanted me to suspend the night in your mansion. <laughs> Whose benefit are you repeating this for exactly? <laughs> well, I, uh, I suppose that's it then. Easy come, easy go. But Lord Brambling, did you realise you have a house full of spirits? You'd better not have been at my drinks cabinet also, help me! Ghosts! Brambling Manor is teething with them. So, what would you suggest? The Lord God Almighty will guide us. Have no fear. Is that a Bible in your hand, Father? Indeed. I will hold it, lo <laughs> I will hold it loosely in my palms and see which passage opens up. <laughs> ah, the Lord's Prayer. I suggest we recite it together in order to send the dark forces of this house back to whence they came. Uh, now come on! It won't do you any harm. Kneel with me. Kneel and think of England. Very well then. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. I see you have the same problem with your trousers as I do. Now... Let us begin. <laughs> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, like the baker, the butcher, the candlestick maker. Rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub. <laughs> who do you think they are? Hey, diddle diddle cat in the fiddle. <laughs> the cow jumped over the moon, it's very dark here. The little dog laughed to see such fun. And the and dish, dish ran, ran away, away with a spoon. And that'll put the spirits to rest, will it, Father? Uh, probably not. I just quite enjoy it. And so Brambling Manor was exorcised. Father Barton Bloom went on to win first prize on reality television series Strictly Ectoplasm Dancing with his partner Yvette Fielding. And Frank got over his custard obsession just in time for Christmas. Fred and Al went on to win the Academy Award for Best Ending to a Halloween Show. And with that, from me... And the electric head, thank you and happy, happy Halloween! Did you hear a kiss? <laughs> thank you. Thank you.